we go. This is the last day in September 2022, namely September the 30th. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and you're listening to Law and Gospel on this email Friday. We received an email from our friends in Canada about a situation that will surprise you. So we'll get to that in a moment. We still have available, for those of you who would like to have a copy, of CFW Walther's Law and Gospel. It costs around, well, $55 if you go through CPH. We sell them for $40 and we pay the postage and handling. You just email me at lawandgospel at lawandgospel101.com. That's 101.com. And send no money. We'll send you the book with a bill and an envelope to return a check. Or you may even have the opportunity to use a credit card. At any rate, that's CFW Walther's Long Gospel, a reader's edition. And make sure you give me your name, home address, and phone number. Okay, Canadian nurse is facing discipline hearings for supporting the idea that there are only two sexes, namely male and female. She's facing a disciplinary hearing from a national medical board in Canada that could result in her losing her job. Uh, She publicly supported author J.K. Rowling's views about the harm that gender identity ideology inflicts on women and children. What's this talking about? Well, it's hard to believe that there are people who don't like the gender in which they were born. They were born as a female and they wanted to be a male. And so they even go through surgery and these people are declared to have the right to do that. And so you have males that pretend to be women running in women's races and breaking all of their records as males are wont to do. It's kind of interesting how male and female distinctions are made in sports. I enjoy watching billiards on television. That's pool, of course, where you shoot at a ball and hit another little ball and put it into a pocket on a billiard table. What surprises me is that they distinguish between male and female billiards. Now, I can't really quite figure that out because I think females are quite capable of becoming quite proficient in the game of pool. They can be very accurate, but no, 
they have to be separated from the men because most of the men players, the top 10%, can beat a woman. So they separate them and allow other tournaments just for women. I don't think that's appropriate. I can see that maybe in the area of tennis where most men who are professionals would beat any woman, but in the area of pool, how how can that need a distinction? But they still make it. So they believe there's a distinction between men and women, even in playing billiards. The name of the woman in Canada is Amy Ham, H-A-M-M. She's a single mom and a nurse in Vancouver, which will become important in a moment. And she is the founder of the Canadian Women's Sex-Based Rights. It's a nonpartisan organization that advocates for women and acknowledges the biological reality that there are only two genders, men and women. And so a man who wants to be a woman, that's ridiculous, as would be a woman who wants to be a man. Now, in a piece published in Quillette, Ham said she has written and spoken about what she sees as the harmful impact of gender identity ideology since 2016. She has openly expressed her opposition to the housing of biological men in women's prisons. That's how far they go in Canada. If a man says, no, I'm a woman, and meet certain criteria, then he can be put in a women's prison. In fact, there are cases when women have become pregnant from men being imprisoned in the same institution. So she expressed support for the Harry Potter author, J.K. Rowling who has voiced similar concerns about the impact of gender identity ideology on women. Rawling also raised concern about the increase in the number of young girls claiming to identify as trans, which means they want to be men. Similarly, Rawling fears that referring to women and girls as people that are really men reduces them to some sort of costume men wear. Now, Ham faces several hearings before the British Columbia College of Nurses and Midwives, which they have been investigating her since November 2020. The first hearing was in June, and there's a second set of three-day hearings held last Wednesday through Friday, with the remaining hearings scheduled 
for October 24th to 27. Now, a spokesman for this British Columbia College of Nurses and Midwives told the Christian Post that the organization was unable to provide any more information that was already stated in the public notice about the hearing. As the Post Millennial reported Wednesday, legal counsel for this group that is bringing charges against Ham said that they specified his pronouns as he, him, and outlined that the hearing's purpose is to determine whether Ham made derogatory statements about trans-identifying people. You know, that to me is like saying that we could be arrested and lose our job if we made derogatory statements about individuals who really misuse children. I mean, isn't that ridiculous? This trans identity thing is not only contrary to the Bible, it's contrary to common sense. Now, the nurse has an attorney, Lisa Bildy, who previously worked for the Legal Advocacy Group, Canada's Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms. And she argued that this is not a normal disciplinary hearing. She noted that in 10 years, Nurse Ham has never once had a patient complain about her. So her attorney said, we are here because she stands accused by her regulatory body of making what it says are discriminatory and derogatory comments about transgender people on social media. She says that Ham's competency is not a matter of concern as being a good nurse, but the case is about her off-duty conduct. The college claims that it's not seeking to restrict Ham's right to free speech. But listen to this. They argue that making such statements while identifying as a nurse poses a problem. Now, why is that? Well, a nurse is considered to be part of the medical profession, and they don't want anybody in the medical profession proclaiming that women are not men or men are not women. That's even though she's not saying those things to any of her patients, she's making such statements outside of her profession. Therefore, it's important to emphasize that the college is not seeking to have Ham fall silent 
on the issue of transgender people or any other issue. What the college is asserting is that there are legally prescribed limits on speech for a regulated professional. See, that's happening also in the United States. In California, for example, they're trying to pass a law that means that a pastor cannot help a homosexual get out of his evil lifestyle, that that is inappropriate, and that therefore a pastor who tries to do that can be arrested and fined, as was a pastor in, again, the west coast of Canada for putting up a sign against homosexual activity, even though all that the sign did was to quote Bible verses. So, Ham did write in a piece published in Quillette back in April that prompted her board members to complain to the organization and accuse her of being, now get this, transphobic and incapable of providing safe, non-judgmental care to transgender and gender diverse patients. Now, that, that's ridiculous. For example, she's a nurse, and let's say one of these individuals who's a female but believes they're a male ends up in a car accident. There's no evidence that she will treat the injuries of that person differently because they're transgender. She is capable of providing safe comfort and health to these transphobic people. But she's considered to be transphobic. Remember, those who are against homosexuality are homophobes. The word phobic means fear. And therefore, you have a fear of these people and treat them differently even to the point of violence. Now, we Christians, we do have a fear of individuals who attack children or who are homosexual or pretend to be trans. And we have a fear because they are having an impact on God's holy word. So, her organization that's in charge of nursing sent her over 300 pages of investigation materials raising concerns that she shared Rowling's transphobic views and they contained her actions and social media posts along with several questions they expected her to answer. So now we're getting at a point where in the world, 
people are going to possibly be losing their jobs because they have biblical views on morality and they express them even outside of their jobs. We've been working with individuals in certain states who, because they don't believe that a marriage between a man and a man or a woman to a woman, that that is legal and biblical, they are threatened to losing their jobs. So they are still attacking Ham and are wondering whether or not the words from her lawyer are the lawyer's words or are they instead Ham's words? Men are not women. Women and men are biologically different from one another, Ham asserted in a statement provided to this group by her attorney. Women and girls have sex-based rights as a result of those differences, but those rights are now under threat this is the truth. It has always been the truth. And speaking the truth should not be a punishable offense. Now, why is this important in Canada? Well, in 2017, Canada's Senate passed Bill C-16 by a vote of 67 to 11 adding protection of gender identity and expression to the Canadian Human Rights Code. Now, critics of the bill noted that it enables authorities to fine or imprison people whose beliefs run contrary to the law. And there are a lot of Christians whose beliefs do run contrary to that law. But Justice Minister Jody Wilson-Raybould issued a statement praising the bill after its passage, saying that the bill grants trans and gender diverse persons their equal status in Canadian society. He also claimed that the bill safeguards people from discrimination and hate crimes. Now, there is no evidence that Ham discriminates among those different people as a nurse or that she has ever done hate crimes. Now, that has happened in the United States with some groups beating up or even putting to death individuals who have a homosexual lifestyle. We Christians disagree with that kind of behavior because we are to share the words of Christ with these people. First of all, the law 
that expressly forbids, from God's point of view, that kind of behavior. And then the gospel, which expressly commits for the forgiveness of sins to these people, which means that in heaven, they will not be held accountable for any of their sins. Now, there was a conservative senator, Don Plett, who voted against the bill. And he said in a statement before the Senate committee, a month before the bill passed, that ideologues are using unsuspecting and sometimes complicit members of the so-called transgender community to push their ideological vanguard forward. And that's what's happening also in the United States with the gay pride parades and those politicians who don't see a problem with the gay lifestyle. But God makes it very clear that in a marriage, it is between a man and a woman, not a man and a man, or a woman and a woman. Now, of course, what's happened is that Christianity has lost its authority for many people. They say they believe the Bible, but they therefore teach that, well, the Bible changes from time to time. So, for example, we don't follow the ceremonial laws of the Bible, and we don't follow the civil laws of the Bible. So why should we follow the moral laws? Well, the moral laws are a part of the Bible that are also expressed in the New Testament. They're not only found in the Old Testament. And so we Christians need to be bringing up our children in the ways of the Lord to help them understand what is God's mission, what is his ministry all about. And we pray that through the teaching of parents to children, the taking of children to Sunday school, to church services, to vacation Bible school, and teaching them the Bible at home, and reading to them Luther's catechism, reminding them of what it really says, that this will be a way in which children will grow up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And what better way than listening to the programs on radio station KFUO? There's no other station that has religious broadcasting that is as consistent with the Bible and confessional teachings as is KFUO. And people will say, well, I, I live in another state. We can't get KFUO on our radio. What? Have you never heard of the internet? Through the internet, you can dial up KFUO and hear it through the computer speakers. And so there isn't 
a program you could miss on KFUO because they're broadcast over the internet and a number of other ways to receive it on your cell phones. Just take a look at kfuo.org and they will explain to you how can you can hear KFUO. I had a mission opportunity and went to Russia for three weeks, particularly Siberia. And at Novosibirsk, where we're continuing to raise money for the seminary there, I taught seminary students. Many of them still listen to my program, Law and Gospel. Now, how can they do that? They live in Russia. Well, they use the computer. And there are other ways to hear programs throughout the world. It doesn't matter where you live, but you can still hear this radio program. And through KFUO, people can be amazed when they hear the pure gospel of Jesus Christ, that your works no longer make any difference as to whether you go to heaven or hell because the good works that God wants you to do are only able to be done after you are totally saved, after the Holy Spirit puts faith in your heart to believe in what Jesus Christ has done. So there's no need to invite Christ into your heart or to say a prayer for him because if you believe in Jesus, he's already in your heart. Yes, you continue to sin because you have an old Adam. And that's what results in many people no longer believing the words of scripture. Because instead, surveys have shown that people are really a nation in crisis because its citizens do not hold a biblical worldview and will instead add their own worldly ideas. And they don't get that from God. They get that from the devil. I'm Tom Baker. Thanks for listening to Law and Gospel Today. Friday will continue with a Bible study. I'm sorry, on Monday. Till Listen then, to Law and Gospel God bless you. morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check out to Law and Gospel and mail to Law and Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.